it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Rich Eisen Show. We need to see the Jets go after Carson Wentz. No, we don't. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Call Tom Brady right now. Call him right now. (laughs) Call Tom Brady. Call Tom. The Rich Eisen Show. How are we back here again? How did this happen? Earlier on the show, Pro Football Hall of Famer Randy Moss. Fox Sports College Football Analyst Bruce Feldman. Coming up, ESPN College Football and NFL Analyst Robert Griffin III. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. We have a couple of phone lines open. I'd like to see them lit up so we can have a great chat. Um, We had a great chat last hour. Randy Moss zoomed in from a golf cart, said he could give us at least 15 more snaps in the National Football League if they're in the red zone. Or he said 20, and I'll give you 12 to 13 touchdowns. GMs are working the he phone said, right He now. said he could still <laughs> moss some people. I like it. Uh, Bruce Feldman came in studio, and we discussed the Deion Sanders phenomenon, which is evidenced by the fact that Bruce Feldman, who works for Fox Sports, is going to Boulder, Colorado this weekend. For Colorado versus Colorado State, which does not kick off on Fox or until 10 p.m. Eastern time. And they're holding their pregame show from Boulder, Colorado. Now that's the Dion effect. Is, Holy smokes. Is Dion and what he's doing at Colorado the number one story in sports? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, it wasn't until Aaron Rodgers' Achilles went 75 seconds into the season. We've kind NFL of already season. moved on from that almost. Have uh, you have? I've uh, uh, that one's going to leave a mark for me for a while. I understand, but the sports news cycle. I mean, but there's something oh, yeah. on every single day. Well, of course, yes. I mean, it is. It is as long as he keeps winning. So, I, I would agree with that. Because you know, Rogers, we spoke about him nonstop from months. The minute the minute the season ended. To the minute he went into his darkness retreat and out of his darkness retreat and he shows up on Pat's show and says, I'm intending to play for the Jets. And then he goes to the Jets and then he gets out there and his highlight is him coming out with the American flag at the beginning of the game because it was 9-11. And the spotlight following him and everybody going crazy. And that was the highlight. And then he comes out. he He runs for his dear life on one play. Gets it away. And then the next one, done. Crazy. And, you know, Roger Goodell was on um, first take today, and he was asked all oh, about the turf stuff by Stephen A. We'll get to that in this hour. Also in this hour, uh, Andy Reid has given an update on um, Travis Kelsey and his readiness for this coming Sunday. Oh, not about Taylor Swift. That is correct, I imagine. Oh, can't wait for the song. Interesting. Yep. Because they had a, a bad summer. Nice. Keep going. How, how, how many times can you do this? <sighs> if he's off the injured list, he would be Mr. Perfectly Fine. Okay. Come on, man. Okay. You got two more in you. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, Robert Griffin III has checked in. Ah, okay. <laughs> he's, I can see him laughing. Hey, come on, Robert. Let's bring him on. Up. Keep going. How many can you do? Uh, <laughs> How many Taylor Swift songs do you know, Robert? What do you got for me on that? Uh, you know, I know, I know a couple. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor I didn't think that's the way we'd start. 
Very good. Good to chat with you, Robert. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. Um, so, you know, you 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 cover both sports. Uh, is Dion the biggest story in sports right now, Robert? What do you think? Oh, uh, I, I, the biggest story in sports right now is Aaron Rodgers, right? And and what's going on with the Jets? But college football wise, Coach Prime is the biggest story. He's taking over the landscape, uh, and I love it. I absolutely love it, Rich. Uh, Coach Prime's been great to me personally, Mm -hmm. uh, but I think he's also great for college football because he's not lying to these kids. You know, he's not telling them what they want to hear. He's trying to grow and develop them and speaking life into them, and I think that's a good thing. And so many coaches would be like, I'm not talking about Heisman trophies because I don't want to fill your head. I want to make your head too big. I'm not talking about, you know, stay off of – uh, uh, you know, this or that Instagram or or anything. It's As a matter of fact, we're going to pretty much damn shoot our own reality series here. And he leans into it. He leans into all of that. And that's another reason why he separates himself, I think, Robert. Yeah, it is. And, and Rich, we I did his, um, his spring game uh, with Chris Fowler, Colorado. You know, Fowler's a, a Colorado alum. Yes. And he, he told us, your cameras do not bother my players. And I'm like, I have no idea what he means by this. He, but he said, your cameras just have different initials. We shoot everything every single day so that our players are used to having that spotlight on them so that they always have to be on. And Rich, you know it's very difficult to be on 24-7 uh, in the TV business or in life in general. So his players are never, the, the moment's never too big for them because of production that they're shooting you're right he's used colorado and jackson state as his own company and i think it's paying huge dividends how would you have responded when you were playing at baylor if he was your coach how would you have responded to that do you think robert uh I, it was a different time back then you know when i went to baylor uh guys graduating early wasn't the norm you know i graduated uh january you know 11th and started school january 13th in 2008 so uh, it was a different time back then, but I think the question you really have to ask is why does why do so many people dislike what Dion is doing? And I think it's simply because they can't recruit against him. How, how do you recruit against Coach Prime? You can't. There, there's maybe one guy, maybe two now with, with Kirby Smart, but maybe one or two guys, Kirby Smart and Nick Saban, that can out recruit Dion Sanders to where if he walks into your house and sits in your living room, that you're going to be like. No, I don't want to go to Colorado. Or no, I don't want to play for you, Coach Prime. I think everyone in the country wants to play for Coach Prime, especially after the first game against TCU and what they did against Nebraska this past week. We saw NFL players all over the place talk about how they want their siblings to go play for Coach Prime because they see what he's doing and what he's instilling into these young men, that it's okay to want more. It's okay to be flashy. It's okay to celebrate. It's okay to quote-unquote, read your press clippings as long as you back them up. That's where I think Dion is right now. And then last one for you. Again, you're a perfect person to ask this question. Uh, do you see Shador's game translating to the next level, Robert? Yeah, oh, 100%. I mean, Shador's game is all predicated off of decision-making. Timing, anticipation, he has all of those things. And the one knock that people might try to say about him is his arm strength. But he still has years to develop that arm strength and continue for it to get stronger. I think he's already ahead of the game with anticipation and his timing. The arm strength will come. And from what he's done, I don't know why anybody ever doubted him. You know, they say he goes to Jackson State. He's at an HBCU as if that's some knock on him as a player. There are great players that attend HBCUs. The majority of our NFL lineage traces back to players that went to HBCUs. So his point about the only true difference between that level of football and Division One is the offensive lineman and defensive lineman, that has been a tale as old as time. People have always said that. But the skill position players at the HBCU level and the FBS level, there's a lo- enough of them to go around. So I think Shadur is proving that not only are HBCU players capable of playing at the Division One level, they can excel. Robert Griffin III joining us here from the Worldwide Leader in Sports. What was it like being um, in MetLife Monday night, Robert? Man, Rich, uh, you know, I said this on first take yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, the energy in the stadium before the game 
was unmatched. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. Aaron Rodgers had never played a snap for the New York Jets. He had his entire career in Green Bay, and it felt like every single Jets fan was locked in and in tune with this man and announced his name on the speaker. So to see that all dissipate in four plays was was crushing, you know, and I'm a guy that I like to see everybody succeed. I want these guys to fulfill their dreams. And I know Aaron Rodgers wanted to go to New York and do something that Brett Favre couldn't. And to see it just go away like that, it, it was tough. So it made me think, Rich, what's next for Aaron Rodgers? Is he going to just call it a career? Is he going to ride off into the sunset? And I don't think that's what he's going to do. I think he's going to want to end his career on his own terms. I think he's going to fight this and prove that at 39, 40 years old, he can come back from an Achilles injury and he can go just win a Super Bowl. Now, I don't know if that's all going to happen, but I know that's I think that's what his mindset is going to be. Uh, I've even heard he's uh, reaching out to people on Instagram in the DMs asking them about advice about Achilles injuries. So uh, he's clearly focused on on getting back out there. For okay. And um, Zach Wilson is the guy now. Um, I think that's apparent because at this point in time, I, I imagine the Jets called Brady and I imagine the Jets kicked the tires with some godfather offers for some legit you know, quarterback starting elsewhere in the NFL. It's just too early. No teams are going to pull the plug on their locker room or their fan bases right now. So this is Zach Wilson's gig for at least a month, one would say, until maybe other teams get desperate. What What do you think the odds are that he actually is a game manager that can get the Jets through this crucible starting with Dallas on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, come on now, Rich. That Dallas game... That's a tough one to have your first start of the season. But when you when you bring all that up, I, I'm on TV with guys that are t- talking about they got to go trade for Matthew Stafford. and Hey, let's pull Matt Ryan out of retirement. You know, go get Philip Rivers or Drew Brees. Or, you know, even some people out there thought I was pitching myself to the Jets, which I wasn't pitching myself to the Jets. I was just saying there's guys out there who can play. None of us, myself included, are going to go in and be able to help the Jets beat the Cowboys more than Zach Wilson can. Any guy off the street or from any other team that they bring in is going to take at least a month, at least a month, to get accumulated to the system, to the team, the camaraderie. Because, Rich, football is more than just ability, right? We, we, we see Cam Newton's out there. Cam Newton and Colin Kaepernick, and I'm sure Carson Wentz, are, are better than – than some of the quarterbacks that are on teams right now. That's without a doubt. Whether you like them or not, they're, they're top 64 quarterbacks in the world. They, sh- they could be in the league. But they're not in the league because they can be somewhat of a distraction if, you're, if you have a starter with a high-profile backup behind them. But none of those guys will help the Jets win this year. It's Zach Wilson's gig. The best thing that he can do is what he did last year when he was protecting the ball at certain points. Now, he has been a turnover. We all have, have that documented. If the defense comes up and shows up like it did and plays like a number one defense, the special team is on point, all Zach Wilson has to do is not turn the ball over and be high percentage in the passing game. I saw Brees Hall, two carries. I won't be at two carries for 109 yards. <laughs> this team can still win. No one will say they're a Super Bowl contender because they don't believe in Zach Wilson. But I still believe that if they play the way they played against the Bills, which is a big ass, it's a big ass. But if they play that way, they can still win the Super Bowl. Well, and I saw the uh, sequence on on ESPN where folks were saying you were pitching yourself to the Jets. You were you were talking about how well you were talking about how some executives had uh, told you that they would actually consider bringing you in if it wasn't for the fact right. that the guy that you'd be backing up was was uh, either A, a bit shaky, and thus your presence there might cause um, some distractions, media, maybe in the locker room, or in the fact that, you know, um, that you'd be there as a backup and not to, to get in there. And that that's kind of where things would be unless they brought in Stafford, Right. But, but executives yeah. basically did tell you that uh, if you come in, that this this might be an issue, so we're just not going to reach out to you? That that happened, Robert? 
No, so Rich, first of all, yes, it was. And it was three executives to be exact for anybody out there that doubts me. Three executives talked to me and told me that they in, but they believe because the guy that they had at the starting position, it would not be good for him because of the eyes that would be there. Now, Rich, I'm going to be honest with you. I told them, look at what I did with, with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. It was never a distraction, supported my guy, was there for him when he was the, the MVP of the league, unanimous MVP. Yeah. When we went on a, a tear there uh, at Baltimore and ran for the most rushing yards in the dang galaxy, right? I talked to them about that. And they were honest. They said, we get that and we understand that, but our fans don't. We get that. We understand that, but our media doesn't get that. And that, that's an honest conversation that you can have when you're a player like myself at 33 years old who's now been doing TV for two and a half years. There is no cookie cutter or, you know, beating around the bush. You get, straight, you get right straight to it. So I respected those GMs for talking to me in that way and letting me know what was up. But they also said, look, look if one of our guys goes down, then, oh, for sure, we would dis- make bringing you in mm-hmm. in that situation. So I was just trying to reiterate that and not trying. That's exactly what I reiterated. And there were some, you know, Twitter trolls out there that want to cut pieces and edit them and try to make people look a certain type of way. But at the end of the day, the message is simple. Zach Wilson gives the Jets the best chance to win. No one else is going to come save the Jets. Mm-hmm. And if the Jets don't accept that, they should have never kept Zach Wilson on their roster. They should have never kept him on the roster if, if this exact moment was going to happen and they didn't have trust in him. They shouldn't have put him there. And I think they do have trust. Yeah, because they have no other choice. <laughs> I mean, no other choice. They got no other choice. And that's and that's part of the mourning process that I was going through on Monday night. With all due respect to Zach, is that I knew this was going to be right. the case. I knew this was the new reality after months of living in the what turned out to be fantasy world that Aaron Rodgers was going to play quarterback for the Jets this year. So. That is that is the actual reality of it. So before I let you go, wh- what's your concern level about Josh Allen having seen what you saw on Monday night, Robert? Yeah, Rich, with Josh, I, I really do love Josh's game. And, and more times than not, he balances out the turnovers with spectacular plays, right? If he throws three picks, he throws four touchdowns. Or if he throws two picks, he throws five touchdowns, whatever it may be. But... All offseason, this is all we talked about with Josh. Hey, you got to protect the ball. You got to protect your body. You got to play smarter football, and you got to get Stephon Diggs involved. Well, he did get Stephon Diggs involved. 100 yards receiving, that was awesome. But everything else, he threw caution to the wind. And honestly, for me, normally we see Josh make some questionable throws, but not quite as many as he had in, in the game against the Jets. He threw in a double covers twice deep down the field, when he shouldn't have. On one of them, he actually had a tight end running down free down the sideline that he could have hit, who was still kind of covered but was one-on-one, which is more of an opportunity ball. But when you ask the specific question of what's my level of concern, I would I would just tell you to look at Josh Allen's face. Look at his face in the post-game presser. That didn't look like a guy that, that knew or had the solutions to the problem. He did accept the blame and say it was all on him for them losing the game, which I tip my hat to him for, not only because that's what you're supposed to do as a quarterback, but because it was the reality of the situation. But I do think that he needs to go in and just do some soul searching about when he needs to put on the cape and when he needs to take it off. Because he's so used to being Superman, and I don't want this to take away his stinger, Rich. His stinger is his ability to make big-time plays. But he's got to stop hurting his team. Well, and then, you know, Allen, as we all know, has been uh, part of the final four in the AFC for a while, uh, for a few yep. years in a row. Burrow lost as well. You had Mahomes lose week one. And obviously, Trevor right. Lawrence wins week one. It's Lawrence versus Mahomes this weekend. My last one for you, one weekend. And I understand this is an overreaction, need need your question, but why not? Um, won't hold you to it. Who do you think is the final four in the AFC now? After what you saw in Week One, Robert. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I, honestly, Rich, you want to put me on the spot, and I don't have an answer for that because, <laughs> for, like, for one, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow has avoided a lot of criticism because of how bad Josh played. Right, Burrow had a, a terrible game, mm-hmm. worst completion percentage of his career. I think they were two for fifteen on third downs. I mean, they looked atrocious. They couldn't protect him. And I, I, I'll go ahead and say this, Rich, because I said it before. I'm, I'm really afraid for Joe Burrow huh. because the guy that was drafted before me 
named Andrew Luck, who got beat up in Indy for years. And he was a great, like, really great player. And his body was so beat up at the end of his career, he decided to just hang it up. He hung it up. And I don't want to see that happen to Joe Burrow because he is getting the living crap beat out of him in the pocket. And I got the facts to back it up. Since 2021, he's been the second most hit quarterback inside the pocket. And I don't want to see Joe Burrow turn into Andrew Luck. That, to me, would be a travesty for Joe. It would be a travesty for the Bengals. And it would be a travesty for the league because this guy is so talented, man. So that would be my biggest concern. Right now, we, this, is, this is why I hate doing power rankings. I hate doing top five teams. <laughs> all, we all have to do in this industry. I get it. Like, it's, it's part of it. <laughs> But when you look at the games, it's like, okay, so I guess the Rams, they must be one of the best teams in the league because they completely dismantled the Seahawks. And I just don't know where to go with that. So I'm not going to give you my final four. I'm just going to continue to to just give my analysis well and we'll see if they all end up. Well done. Way to stand way to stand out. Tall Robert Griffin. Come on, and Robert. True to your play convictions. The game. No, you will not play the game. You will not play Dolphins, the game. Dolphins, Bills, Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. Who's your fourth? Uh, who's my fourth? Uh, I don't know. There are no fourth. Yeah. NFC, better than AFC. Let me, let, me, let me put it this way to you. The, the Chiefs lost to the Lions, right? Yes. But no one is going to sit here and like, oh, the Chiefs can't win at all. <laughs> no one's going to say that. They lost without Chris Jones and without Travis Kelsey. <laughs> it's not an asterisk. So take that and kick it out the window. Correct. The Lions beat the Chiefs. It doesn't matter who was on the field. Right. They beat <laughs> But I'm not here and Chiefs are done. No, they're 0-1. They lost. I get it. Let's wait a couple of weeks before we start making all these you know, big statements about these teams. We don't know who these teams are right now. Robert Griffin III, thanks for the time. I cherish uh, our chats. Thanks again. We'll do this again uh, soon. And on Zoom, I greatly appreciate it. Good to see you. Hey, it's good to see you guys this time on Zoom. Finally. Good job. All right. That's Robert Griffin III, one of the best at the worldwide leader in sports right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, very good. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Your microphone's on. Sorry. (laughs) The audio guy. I just wanted to say goodbye to him. That's I know. Like I you say that. goodbye to people. You're a nice guy. You're I, nice. Do that very friendly. I do that to everybody. I'm sorry. No, very, very friendly. Don't apologize. Don't ever be apologize for being courteous to our guests. Oh, you should apologize for hitting the wrong button. Yeah. Yeah. You should pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. You should apologize for. You should definitely pay attention. Yeah. I pay attention for some of your takes. I'm a tough boss. I'm going for the All Star team. Did you see that by the way on on on? I'll tell this as well on x did you see that um Rich, somebody stop on twitter, twitter okay. thank you <laughs> on social media i think or whatever x. on social somebody x. told this really heartbreaking story, heartwarming, story? yeah about how he was going to be on yeah. one of the pl- the flight 93 mm-hmm. and how a co-worker called him and said you you should rebook your flight pick to a different spot even though he'd be giving up his first class seat right. and not flying direct because it was easier to fly easier to fly to a certain Jose, spot right and or just and all that stuff and how he watched people board those planes that day and it changed his life about totally changing everything and not getting caught up in the literal first class problem that he had on that plane that day and then somebody said to him what happened to your coworker uh, and he said, uh, unfortunately, um, I had to fire her for poor performance eventually, just like, yeah. <laughs> and then, then is, someone is asked anyone, him again is, and he was like, well, the reason I was going out here anyway was because oh, of her performance and we had oh to have a meeting goodness and it was just gracious. like, I don't know if there's anything that would basically like, no, you've got a job. <laughs> yeah. At any rate, do your just job. Do your job. Do your, do your that's job. why we have that sign in our bathroom. scared me the first time I saw it. saw that for the first time yesterday. What'd oh, you did think? you? What'd you think, Mike? Good sign, I laughed right? the entire time I was in the bed. <laughs> yeah, you're good. I'm glad. <laughs> and I did my job. Now, <laughs> this is, your hand, so that's the yeah, this is now an unfortunate hand. turn of events on this program. <laughs> Why? Why? When we come back, Uh-oh. Andy Reid giving us the latest on Travis Kelsey. Oh, and, and Taylor Swift. No. Oh. You'll never, uh, and never, your phone never. calls, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs 
costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Would you be able to give a, an NFL team a good 15 scripted to start a game? Larry, could you really do that? Really? You think so? Not now. What do you mean? I would need, I would need to, I would need to study it. Okay. I would need to, um, you know, go go down on the field. Mm-hmm. I would need to just talk to the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I would need to take a little course on it. Mm-hmm. And then there's no doubt in my mind <laughs> that I could do it. What would you be? Would you be a passing offense, a running offense? What would you be? What would you be? A lot of trickery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There'd be a lot of trickery. Playground yeah. style. A lot of trickery. A lot of trickery. I would have, I, here's what I would be doing. Yes. I would be setting up the defense. Okay, I'm going like this, and now I'm coming back for the pass. Okay? So I would do that a couple of times, and then the third time, I would go like this. I think I go, and then zoom down. <laughs> zoom down. And so that place called the 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 zoom the zoom down play. That would be a zoom down. Yeah. <laughs> so like double, triple, quadruple moves. Yes, yeah, setting setting them up, setting them up. I'd yeah. be setting up everybody. That's that's how I would that's how I would plan my offense. A lot of decoys, a lot of setups, a lot of smoke and mirrors. Yes. And yes. then at some point there has to be a play that actually works. There'd be many plays to work. They're being set up all over the place. They're not even going to know what's going on. They're going to be so confused. Come on. Sounds good, right? It, does, yeah. it sounds so, good. You're hard. Sounds you're hard. good. Larry David. I'm avail- By the way, I'm available. There you go. <laughs> Larry David here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'm available. Robert Sala, there I'm you available. Go. There you go. So if Nathaniel Hackett needs help, there's a new offensive assistant for the New York Jets. One Larry David. Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Travis Kelsey in the news? Oof. He's in the news, all right, Rich. Uh-oh. Not like Huey Lewis. No. But he's in the news. He did not play oh, that, in the that, opener. That what, what are you talking about? I mean, he might be probably sort of, who knows, secretly dating Taylor Swift. Well, is it, what, what's that thing? Is it, he's quiet. What, what is it? He's quietly he's hanging quietly out. Quietly hanging out. I don't know how two ridiculously famous people. They're quietly one, hanging out. Arguably the most Where, famous in person City? on the planet. <laughs> is she going there for barbecue or something? Like going out for barbecue, a little dinner? Who, who knows? Is she going to be in Jacksonville this weekend? I don't know. Because with those two teams together, again, there's going to be some bad blood. Do you have a list of Taylor Swift songs nope. in front of you? No, nope. <laughs> you got rich. No, nope. I mean, no, I've got children. He's got children. He gets the, it. He the, knows. The season began to end a cruel summer. <laughs> see, rich, I'm sure he's heard them all. We'll see if Travis does get back and shakes it off. See, you think those two are sitting around telling each other you belong to me? Oh, maybe, God. guys, keep maybe. going. I'm not even. I'm well, not the question is: Is Travis Kelsey after missing Game One with a knee injury? 
Is he going to miss this game, or is he Mr. Perfectly Fine? Oh. <laughs> Done. Andy Reid with the latest. How about Travis? Update on Travis. Yeah, Trev, uh, well, he did the walkthrough, and then um, he's going to go out to practice today and, and do that. He's made progress. And, um, again, we'll just I'm just taking those guys, you know, day by day, see how they're doing. So he's practicing. Or he's walking through. No, if he's practicing, that's a good sign. Now, I know during my power rankings, I said if, if, if Travis – that Jacksonville might win this game. If, if Travis Kelsey plays, then it's a yeah. different story. And look – you watch, Then you watch the offense just totally open up. Andy Reid knows all too well what that offense would look like without Travis Kelsey. So, you know, he's going to want him in there. I sure. know that. Certainly with the way it looked, Kadarius Toney wound up being the anti-hero. <laughs> I want this to never end. Do you think Travis Kelsey <laughs> might sit out the whole way to New Year's Day? Do you think? See, now he's got a list. <laughs> he just looked yeah, at his computer. No, he he has a list of uh, names <laughs> of Taylor Swift. He's the one who was invited to go to the Taylor Swift concert and by Terzo and said no. I've got children. You're trying to make me the anti-hero right now. He's too busy looking. I know all too well. I don't. <laughs> you guys are delicate, no, man. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> They're lovers. Okay. See, look what you made me do. Oh, my God. All right. We're out of the woods, people. Thank you. Mahomes had this to say about what they're hoping to prove in Jacksonville on Sunday. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously you get you get your guys in there. You, you want to go out there and play with the guys that have put in the work and um, – that, that, that go out there and execute and have played at a high level for a long time. Um, but I think guys are ready to go. I mean, uh, we didn't like how we played this last Thursday. Um, and so I think guys are ready to get out there and kind of prove the, to everybody, even ourselves, who we really are. There you go. Even ourselves want to prove to ourselves who we really are. Interesting. I like it. All right. Because that, uh, that didn't sit well Thursday night. And then they sit back and they watch. But, hey, they watched two of the final four teams also lose. From last year, Bills and Bengals. The Jaguars are the only team in the final four in the AFC to win. And then the AFC was supposed that's supposed to be the team, the teams that the yeah. that, well, that's that the, housed the Super Bowl winner because how super, deep the AFC is. That's the super hot take this week. Is, is that, that the, the NFC, NFC better? Is better that's, than the AFC. Well, wasn't that one of your overreaction Monday subjects? Was it? No, it was that the week one was super sloppy. Oh, okay, that's what it was. Guys need to it's play in the one, preseason. No, no, Calm down. I'm sorry. I, 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 it, it just left a blank space. <laughs> hey, Chris, oh. what, Chris, what color are the Chiefs jerseys? Red. Oh. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> is, that, is, is that a Taylor Swift song? It's an album. Oh, the I don't know. Tell album me. You've got, you've got the list in I front of you, TJ. I, in front of me. I even know Cheater. that. You know, I, one thing I'll never apologize is not knowing more than two Taylor Swift songs. Right, so, yeah, okay. yeah, I, I thought you were going to do another I'm one. I'm fearless, right but... Oh, there you go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are idiots. You really are. <laughs> I'm not getting into this. Gary in East Meadow. What's up, Gary? What's going on, brother? How many brother? Taylor Swift songs do you know? I want to talk about the Jets should sign Nick Foles. Okay. Oh. I think he'd be a perfect fit. He, he's obviously already in New Jersey, and you know he knows Joe Douglas. Well, well yeah, right. I'm with you, right? <laughs> yes, you need you need some vet. I, I don't know, Tim Boyle. I mean, could you imagine the Jets are trying to win this game and they have a chance to win this game, but Zach runs himself out of bounds and or, or doesn't run himself out of bounds rather, and he gets blown up and he's got to go in the blue tent and out trots Tim Boyle. I would you almost know, guarantee that's going to happen. I mean, if not, but if not this week against New England, and yeah, if not against yeah. New England against Kansas yep. City, like this is a thin it's going to happen. B- green line well, here, man. The New England game. That's the last thing I want to see. I'm with you, Gary. Gary, you were originally from New York. Yes, I've been on Long Island my whole life. Fantastic. Thank you very much. It's Gary in East Meadow, New York. Way to hang in there all the time. That was a very jerky boy's way to start. Hello? (laughs) He just got right into it. I want Nick Foles and my glasses and my shoes. (laughs) So I have them. I don't I need, need to, to talk, talk to you. To you. <laughs> By the way, I told Sizzle Chris, chest that's and East Meadow, New York. You're WFA. on the air. I'll be back in the WFAN days. All right. I, Jeff I, in I Detroit. It. Let's get oh, back God. to uh, one of the originals. What's yeah. up, Jeff? How are you, sir? Man, I feel like I'm joining the party for real, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a song by Taylor Swift, Jeff? Yeah. We, we know. Yeah, what, I, yeah. yeah, go for it. Yep. 
I honestly believe that uh, Mel Tucker isn't coming back. I got a little bit of inside information. Uh, State trooper friend of mine, one thing that they love is those retirement gigs. He had one of the best ones working with the team, doing security. He literally do nothing. Then he moves, goes, start working for Roush. And after all of this stuff started coming out, I asked him, I said, you knew, didn't you? He told me, he said he doesn't know exactly what took place. He said, but the one thing you cannot do is mess around at Michigan State right now. You can't even well and, and and it shouldn't be what in all honesty what happened with larry nasser either like just uh, every situation is its own and obviously they there's a uh, a feeling on campus there uh, of the recent past that would make them have ze- they should have zero tolerance for it whether larry nasser happened or not but you know most definitely i have a question for you guys yes sir uh, fourth and 22. First of all, big hug to you, Unc. You know, I, I, I was one of the biggest Aaron Rodgers haters, but, you know, mm. I honestly believe, like, the previous two guests that came on told you, you honestly can get to the Super Bowl. You, as long as Zach does what he's supposed <laughs> yeah. to do, you guys can get to the Super Bowl. Fourth and 22, you got 16 seconds left on the clock, and the ball needs to go in the end zone. You got Megatron, Tyreek Hill, or Randy Moss. Oh, there's uh, honestly, and I'm 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 taking Randy Moss. Is yeah. is he the greatest yeah. ever? In that, even more than Megatron. With all due respect to Detroit, Randy mm, Moss. When it comes down, yeah. When it comes down, when it comes down to the goal line situation, yeah, though, that's in what, their prime. I mean, it, it, jump ball. I mean, obviously, yeah. I, I would take yeah. I'd take the taller receivers over Tyreek Hill. But even though he goes up and gets it, but but still. there was never a segment you've been troned. No, no one ever said you've been John Cinder Hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, you know what? You know. <laughs> so, thank you very much, Jeff in Detroit. You've been troned. Well, I mean, you couldn't say you've been Johnson. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's my filter in real time. Shouldn't, yeah, shouldn't say that. You got the list still open there? Yeah. There's another, did Rich drop another one that I didn't know? No. Even, oh, I think that definitely there's no. There's I have no idea. I couldn't name two, one. One I have. Man. That's it. Talk about new heights. Man. <laughs> oh, God. Good for you, Travis Kelsey. You guys. Can't wait to listen to that pod today. I mean, I'm sure it comes up. You think so? I would imagine. One brother would bring that up. That's right. Oh, man. You got it. That's the older brother's job is to, yeah. is to do that. Is yeah. to rib the younger brother for making headlines. What's what's the rib? There's no ribbing. It's There's like. There's no rib. Well, you know, Travis famously kind of shot his shot over the summer. Right. And, and then apparently got denied. Well, but I, it seems like he didn't. He's, he's yeah. persistent. Seems like on, on second down, he, like he, he, he got the line to gain on the second on second down. Persistence worked. <laughs> Troy from Michigan, you're on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Troy? Uh, Tony, pardon me. I put my glasses on. I read it properly a second time. What's up, Tony? Yo, what's up, Rich? How you guys doing? How are you, sir? What What do we got? Last time I was on, I was way too much in love with Chris. I got to say what up to TJ and Mike. Hey, Hey, what's up, Tony? So uh, I thought it was hilarious. You've got uh, Jets in your top ten, but not the Lions. Yeah, I missed on that one. Uh, Tony, I, I, I missed on that one. I'd still keep the Jets in there. Their defense is fantastic. Their defense is championship quality. Their receivers are, 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 are good and to excellent, and their running backs are superb. I mean, if Brees Hall can go, can go hit the house any time, and Dalvin Cook is the other running back, good Lord, just make the first downs. But I'm sorry, Tony. I, I didn't mean to make that moment. You just no. I, just, I, I think you're I'm right. Sorry. They're great. They're great. But you got to give the Lions some credit. They beat the they beat the Chiefs like I called, and uh, and they're about to play the Seahawks, who didn't look great. But uh, but anyway, I, I was kind of wondering what you think about Cooper Rush to the Jets. Oh gosh, um, I don't. I mean, I'll, I'll take him as a backup. That would be good. I'll take him. He's. I don't know. Let's see what Tim. I need to learn more about Tim Boyle. Maybe that's what I'll do overnight. That's what I do in my spare time. Thanks for the call, Tony, from Michigan and L.A. Later, Tony. By the way, Chris, if you called into a show laying out all the places that you're from, but now you're in L.A., how, how long would I that – how, how, the Chiron would need two screens, oh, for right? Me? Yes. Yeah, so I was so born be, in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, then we moved to Erie. And I lived there until I was about two, two and a half. Hold no, on a minute. I need, no rec- I need no a recollection. Hold on a second. Let's, let's start yeah. again. So You were born in so Harrisburg. Like Micah Parsons, 
Also born in Harrisburg General Hospital. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. I told him that when he was here. Two Lions. Shout out to Harrisburg. So you, you were born in the East uh, East time zone, huh? Harrisburg is East Coast. That's, okay. That's cold. Okay. That's not... So yeah, then we East moved Coast, to Erie. Right. He said it. When I was uh, an infant. Yes. And then we moved to Alaska for the first time. So that's Ketchikan, Alaska. Yeah. Then from there, we moved to Virginia, mm-hmm. Chincoteague, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was until about uh, January of 1990. We moved back to Alaska, mm-hmm. same spot. Oof. Then in 93, we moved to Maine. Yes. And then I went to college in Syracuse. Then I went back to Maine. Mm-hmm. And then I moved out to Los Angeles okay. in 2009. So if you called into a show like Tony, Tony's like Tony from Michigan, and the, oh, no, I'm from L.A. I'm actually in L.A. right now, but he identified yeah. as Tony from Michigan. You would be Chris from Harrisburg, Erie, Alaska, Virginia, Maine, Syracuse in L.A. Right. Okay. Hmm. I don't know if we can fit like, that on the screen. Sorry, there was a brief like two-month period. We lived at my grandparents' house in Delaware. Mm-hmm before we finally settled into our house in Maine. So mm-hmm. you can put Delaware in there, too. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. You got it. Let's take a break. You ever live on Coney Island, by chance? Coney Island's in New York, no. Good oh. hot dogs here. That well, was another song. Oh, my God. <laughs> Get off of the internet, man. Get off the internet. Ridiculous. <laughs> By the way, Tim Boyle uh, played at Connecticut and Eastern Kentucky. Oh, that's going to be great. She has a song named Tim McGraw. We'll, we'll be oh, back in a That's moment. her first big hit. Yeah. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. All right, role playing. I'm the host of a show like the Rich Eisen show. Okay, okay, great. Well, you're easy. calling in. Excellent. All right, so call in. Hey, I'd like to make a comment on the show. Okay, who's calling? This is this is Chris from Harrisburg, Erie, Alaska, Virginia, Alaska, Maine, Delaware, Maine, Syracuse. In Los Angeles. Okay, well, look at the screen right there. We've got we've got most of it. He wasn't time. looking. <laughs> there it is. There it is. We didn't include the Delaware yeah, or, the, or the return trips. Yeah, great. That's awesome. There it is. That's a long, long, long Chiron. I love it. Oh, <laughs> oh, we just did. Wait to update it. Update it. You know the return. As you return to Alaska in between Virginia and Maine, is that what it was? Yeah, it's okay. Went Alaska, Virginia, Alaska. Maine, Delaware. Maine, Delaware, Maine. Because it was like, I don't got think we there, can fit we all stayed in a hotel for a little while. No, we don't need that. Then we That's went too back much. down to Delaware to my grandparents' house, then back to Maine permanently, and then now I'm here. In L.A. Now I'm in Los Angeles. Very good. <laughs> Were you in New York? I, don't, I, I never understood that from, uh, from, from Tony. Uh, he's Tony in Los Angeles. But people who don't want to be known, I'm not from Los Angeles. I'm from Michigan. Right. That would be like me calling up like Rich from Staten Island. That's yeah. where I'm. I'm from. That's where I was yeah, born and raised. Had a terrific childhood. I, uh, I I I put the Gothel's Bridge in my rearview mirror in 1990. Yeah, for uh, 93. Yes. Okay. When I drove to Chicago to start in my Honda to get to. Uh, there you go. I mean, I used to say back school. home a lot. Now I don't. Oh, Susie refers to back home as New York home. City. It's home now. She refers to that going home. Thirty to years New York. next year. I'm home. Here in LA. Yeah. 30. I mean, we, we're, f- we're from, our kids party. are from here. I know that. That's, that's exactly. the way it goes. They are LA kids. You know what I mean? Like, that's I how it goes. Know. Yeah. It's a cruel summer. 
Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Second time you hear that. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Guys, back off. I got 15 minutes. I'm not going to stop. Back off. Um... All you guys had to do was stay. So we've got some sound bites. We've got some sound bites. Sound for Which one are we going to go with first here, Hoskins? Your dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. Okay, Robert Sala uh, on his quarterbacks. Here we go. Hit it. You know, with Zach and Tim, those are our guys. Uh, they've they've been here from OTAs. Uh, all the nuance. You know, sometimes I, I look at it like it's it's not Madden uh, in the sense that we can just plug and play anybody. You know, um, there's a there's a lot of meetings, a lot of practices, a lot of nuance, a lot of uh, understanding of why things are the way they are uh, that go into it. So just plugging and playing a quarterback, it's going to take time, whoever comes in this building, to, to figure out what we've done over the last six, seven months and uh, uh, to create their identity uh, within the system. So uh, right now all of our attention are on uh, Zach and Tim to get them ready to play football. You know what's going to happen week three? Bailey Zappi, Tim Boyle, Western Kentucky versus Eastern Kentucky. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, I hope not, but it would be a fun story. No, fun, wouldn't. Fun game. No, it would be, an, it would be an unfun. Very unfun. We'll whip it around. Uh, a couple Tim of Boyle's guys. from Hartford. He's from Hartford. Cutting it up from Hartford. He's a nutmeg stater. Um, yeah, that's worst case total scenario. Not down. Dude. If that happens. I guess right now they're just not going to rush to do it, but let's get that ready list ready, Joe Douglas, and get somebody in here. I'm a little shocked they're not going to bring a guy in. Dude. Seems like he's going to stick with at least two guys for this week. Why do I envision Randall Cobb running the the, the wild Cobb offense oh, at geez. some point? Don't even put it out there. I don't even want to think like about it. Robert so Sala on whether he thinks Rodgers is now, in fact, done for good. I haven't gone that, down that road with him. Um I mean, I'd be shocked if he's if this is the way he's going to go out. But uh, but at the same time, for him, uh, he's got he's working through a whole lot of headspace uh, things that he needs to deal with, and uh, that will be the last thing I talk to him about. Yeah, of course. So, Aaron, you know, I know this is as much of a shock to you as is as much a shock to all of us here. But uh, you want to tell me about next year? What do you think? Yeah, kind of early. Before you have your surgery or whatever, it's the last thing he's going to talk to him about. Nobody knows until he probably goes on Pat's show and says, I'm not done. So. He can come on here and do that, by the way. Happy to have him. I'm hoping Aaron, you know, wants the swelling and the surgery and all that stuff. I I want to see him on the sideline. I I really thought it was a great look for him uh, throughout the hard knocks. Oh, I think you will. I think you will. In the preseason, kind of coaching Zach up and getting on the headset. But right now, I mean... He's got to take care of himself. That's what I mean. Here. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, in a few weeks. You can tell that yeah, team yeah. really responded to him through oh, yeah. hard knocks. Yeah. They look up to him. So I can't see why he wouldn't come yeah. back. It's we, just a lot of time guys who are out for the season are not around the team. Like, yeah, no. You know, just take it back to 2008. Tom Brady, same situation. Blows his knee out in the first game, and he's out for the whole season. He was not around that team that whole year. He wasn't? Well, we need him. We need, uh, we need Aaron Rodgers to, yeah, to be there. That's a thing. Guys who are out for the year are not really around. Jets need him. Jets could really use him. So could Zach Wilson. It's so could Nathaniel Hackett. Just all sorts yeah. of stuff like that. A million percent. Having him around. I'll be kneeling you aside. Like it does. It stinks. It stinks as a football fan. It I agree. Stinks that this happened. Can confirm. You know. Can confirm all of that. Seventy-five seconds. Four snaps. What the f? Josh yeah. Allen in that game um, threw three interceptions, and that last fumble I don't think is on him, but. Um, and he's taking it hard. This is what he had to say when asked today about doing too much, the dreaded to do too much. Third down situations, that's when things tend to speed up and um, just, just got to recognize that and, again, find the smart play. And, again, within the flow of that game, didn't have to be otherworldly, didn't have to be someone other than myself, and I was trying to do too much. And, um, again, a lot, lot to learn from and um, excited to get back out on the field and kind of, Watch that and watch that taste out of the mouth. Yeah, then the Raiders are going to be uh, on the receiving end of that. I'm so not worried about him. The doing too much, the dreaded doing too much was supposed to be in the red zone. He, he, it was in the middle of the field. The, the whole zone. I know. I know. We used to <laughs> I'll tell this story. When we went on Thursday Night Football a couple of years, um, we did not have our own stage manager for Thursday Night Football. The great... Hall of Famer Puma Nelson, who you Puma. know, I hear and you know too. 
Yes. I mean, one of the greats. Humans, excellent at his job. It was someone else for some other reason, uh, some other guy, who would just hover and, you know, like rearrange your stuff on your desk to make sure that it was all set for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just constantly be there mm-hmm. instead of on the sides, making sure everything was kosher and copacetic and set up for you. Like a ball boy in tennis. And just on the sides, but then coming in when needed. It, it just, it takes a certain, yeah. you know, um, sense of things, mm-hmm. of yourself, as well as of, of the on-air individuals on the set to know when to get in, when to get out. And this, this, this stage manager never knew no. that. It was always in our way instead of trying to help us make our way. And uh, there was somebody on our set who nicknamed him DTM Uh-oh. for do too much. <laughs> when you want to guess who that person on the set was who nicknamed this stage manager DTM? Dion. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly. DTM. <laughs> oh, here comes DTM. DTM. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so man, I'm wondering if that's his man. coaching point to some of the Buffaloes. Don't be DTM. <laughs> I'll be doing too much. Don't do too much. <laughs> doing the most. <laughs> DTM. Did you see the stat that since the week one last year, Josh Allen's played 19 games and he has 37 turnovers? Dude, uh, Favre made the Hall of Fame off stuff like that. For real. For real. So. You're not worried about the Bills at all this week? No. I'm not worried about the Bills at all this year. One week. And the Jets defense, I think, is going to prove to the guy I've been wearing a cape for all year long. They're going to give Dak a long-ass day. And if you can't run on him... This whole newfangled offense that we're running with Pollard, we're running with Rico Dowdle, we're running, you know, Uncle Rico's running at you. They better be able to pick up yards. Like, Pollard best bring his big boy pants and his cowbell. You think he's going to leave him? If Zeke, I'm just saying. Get your damn act together. Pollard has not had to go against a front seven and a hard-hitting defense like this in his career as the bell cow. Period. End of story. And, you know, let's say CD and Sauce get locked up a lot. It's gonna be a good what do we got here? Like, so the problem is, is when, you know, you Zach ball. runs out on the field. And you have the ball. Oh, hey, there's That's it. And there's That's Micah. it, man. That's it. And, and the last the thing under, I want I is to see Zach in a tent in his own new darkness retreat. And Tim Boyle of Eastern Kentucky, you know, a nutmeg state fame coming out there, and the Jets have a chance to win this one, and they were just like suddenly watching the Stone Age play out. Zach and Tim Boyle. You know why it's even worse for you? You don't have a third quarterback, right? No, I would love love to have Trey Lance. In that that third quarterback spot, there's a blank space. Oh, boy. I'm done. I promise I'm done. It's actually Randall Cobb. I'm done. That's yeah. who would have gotten out there yeah, on, yeah. on Monday night because Tim Boyle was on the practice squad because the Jets are like, why do we need a third quarterback? Yeah. Oh, because the Nards are going to get kicked again mm-hmm. by the football gods. Four snaps, 75 seconds in. This has been a 75-second edition of the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> this Rich Eisen Show has been brought to you by the number 75, as in seconds of Rodgers. Sorry, folks. 